been a long, a long time coming, but I'm free. No more chains holding me, cause they don't know my story, can't see my pain. If they did, then they would love me just the same. I shine, you shine, we shine together. That's how it was meant to be. No shame, it's all love. Hey, my loves. Welcome back to Christian Girls in the City podcast. I am your host, Latoya Deshaun. Tonight, I know I'm supposed to go live, but I'm going to be honest. It was one of them days, so I had to resort back to the original plan, which was the strictly audio, but I got a special guest. So I made up for not going live tonight. I got a special guest. I got my boy, my brother, my homie, my friend, one of the lions. I got Prophet Dre in the studio on tonight, and we're talking about none other than when your calling hurts. Like, we're about to be authentic, transparent. We're about to keep it real tonight about how heavy it is to walk with a a, a, a mantle, a title. Y'all keep, some call it mantles, some call it titles, some call it gifts. However you want to mm-hmm. word it, there is a cost and it hurts at times. So, Prophet Dre, Prophet Dre, go ahead, go ahead, introduce yourself. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. This is about to be really dope. Um, forgive me if you hear any background noise. My son is with me. You know, this is one thing about the calling in our lives. Our our first ministry is our family. Yes. You know, we don't we don't um, we don't get to practice this. We don't get to you know none of that. We take it as we go and we learn as we go and we learn as we grow. Um, I am um, excited to be here tonight with my sister, the legend. The, the icon, <laughs> the fashionista. Um, I, I just, I honor you so much, Toya. Um, and not even, you know, just for who you are, but for who you are, that makes sense. I think that people sometimes are enamored with our gifts, but they forget that we're real people. They forget that we have real issues and we have real stuff, you know, that we go through. And so um, it's an honor to be on here. You know, I, you know, I'm tuning in all the way from the west side of the map. You know, that the best state that there is in my wow. I'm just saying, you know, California's where it's at, you know, we have literally everything. Um, you know, but I'm I'm excited to be here tonight. I'm super excited. I'm like I'm turned up low key. I have to keep quiet though, because you know <laughs> <laughs> we can't be waking up the youngin. We can't be waking up the baby. Exactly. So we we're gonna try not to get stirred while we talking about right. how painful sometimes it can be. And I mean a lot of us don't really talk about uh, us going through in the background and i mean it's the background that really when we're in our secret place and we're crying out um i can't even talk about how many times i prophesied a miracle for somebody else and i'm waiting on mine Listen, ma'am. man ma'am. i mean that 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 I, I, i'm gonna start crying how many times i've had to prophesy something for somebody and i'm like but god do you hear me do you see me? Your faithful servant over here. But you know, it, it it it's so heavy. And I know you know, um, 
as we as they consider us now we're millennials and we're emerging voices so our voices are being heard all over the world whether we like to say it is or not it is you know nobody knows what we go through in the background they just see us come out and i don't like to use the word that we're performing because we're never performing i'm being used i'm a vessel i'm a conduit of the holy spirit Mm -hmm. but you don't understand i there's been times i broke down and then i had to come out and teach or I had to come out and preach, or I had to come out and prophesy, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm battling my own battles, and mm-hmm. many people don't know that because mm-hmm. I'm not about to come out and I don't use social media as my diary. I have a journal for that. You know what I'm saying? I have my covenant friends for that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I really want us to unpack and dice the calling hurts. How it it we say it costs. I like to say it hurts. It mm-hmm. hurts. I mean, the, it's blood, sweat, and tears. It's mm-hmm. it's the rejection. It's the betrayals. It's the uh, oh, man. We I'm in therapy now for abandonment issues. I mean, oh. abandonment. Um, we don't like to talk about church hurt. People like to talk about how about having church hurt, but still having to serve. And I'm not saying in that mm-hmm. in that church, mm-hmm. but still having to serve. When you go somewhere else or even if you're still there and you got hurt and uh, apology was extended or something of that nature. But Mm -hmm. I mean, Dre, like, please come out and say it. Like, how do you handle when when the calling hurts? What do you do? You know, it's crazy. I've learned over the course of my life. Hurt didn't start when I recognized my calling. Hurt started mm-hmm. before I even knew I had a call. Yes. You know, and <clears throat> we, I've experienced, and it's crazy because the most painful parts of my life happened at the people, from the people that were closest to me. You know, and it was just this this journey of like, what is happening in my life? Why is it? that I have to go through this. You know, why can't I be seemingly normal how everybody else is? But I realized shortly thereafter, excuse me, shortly thereafter, there is no normal for us. Like we're normal people, but we're like superheroes at the same time. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, you know, you talk about even um, being hurt, church hurt, like, Imagine being church hurt, ridiculed, publicly humiliated, and still staying under the place that humiliated you. And the crazy part is you leave that church, you transition out, and you tell, you know, pre- the, the, the next leadership that you, you know, finally decide to come under, you know, what you endured, and then they do the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like you, you're telling a, a, a dude that you're getting, you know, getting to know what you experience he's like yeah i would never do that to you and then he does the exact same thing to you if not worse right but the thing is i had to learn that my hurt wasn't my fault but my hurt was my responsibility to get healing from most people don't like uh most people don't really realize you're not obligated to stay in that place of hurt now, I thought I was, like, I had to, you know what I mean? Because in essence, it gave me a bit of identity. 
you know, it got me some attention. And, you know, we're unpacking. We, I don't, my thing is, I don't like to lie. I don't like to, to you know, sell I'm people. saying we, same. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sell you a story and let you know that this thing is peaches and cream and I'm not talking 112. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that this thing is, you know, sunshine and, and butterflies and lily pads every day. It's not because it's thunderstorms and it's, it's uh, sands. We have a thing out here on the West Coast. Um, in like the deserts, like Arizona, where they have a thing called dust storms, and the dust storm, this dust from the sand on the ground, goes up so high in the sky that it literally like blinds everything around it. You can't see. Wow. So it like disables you, and you know you have those moments where you can't see in life. You have those moments where you can't even think straight. You have life where you know, nothing makes sense. And it's like, why am I even here? And if we can even talk about it, that when I left from that first church that, that you know, dogged me, now mind you, I submitted under the church for years. And and I one thing I, I like to mention too is this. <clears throat> I think that sometimes we do focus on what people did to us, but we never focus on what we did to ourselves as well. We wow. never talk about the part where we played the villain in our own story. Wait, and- wait. <laughs> we don't like to we like to we like to find people to be the villain mm-hmm. we like to the the, the the saints like to be victimized mm-hmm. so then they can say jehovah gabor man of war did he gonna fight for me but what about when it's you listen sometimes your calling causes for you to hurt you at times because you you, you you're not trained you don't understand you didn't avoid the pitfalls or just simply because pain takes you places you never intended to go and it keeps you longer than you ever intended to stay. Come on. That's it. That's the thing. We 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 also have to realize this, that this is something that the Lord had, had told me in my own life. Prophet Satoya, he's it almost made me weep because I was like literally dismantled when he said this. He said, pain is only permanent when you send it to the wrong address. I said, excuse me, sir? And he said, pain is only permanent when you send it to the wrong address. So if that pain is still staying at your address with you after a certain amount of time, you didn't send it where it was supposed to go. Because the only way to really get over pain is to sit at the feet of the one, nine times out of ten, who permitted it or who allowed it to happen to you, right? Because we think that, and we talked about this the other day on the Lions Day. We think that God is just this cookie cutter, you know, kind, which He is, very kind and loving. But He's also uh, um, concerned. He's also very much uh, committed, and He's also very much sovereign and just, right? And so when I realized that I don't have to make my pain a part of my identity, but what I do make it a part of is my destiny. And I allow it to not be the premise of what I live from or what I live for, right? And so this is all while I'm hurting. I'm going through these things and getting these revelations, right? It's crazy how you can go through pain and God is still speaking to you. And actually, he's speaking to you the loudest. It's when you don't hear the voice of God when you should be afraid. Very afraid. And like, and that's a part of when the calling hurts. We uh-huh. have silent moments. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Man, and I I I remember when I was I went through a, a season where I, I I wasn't dreaming. Mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't hearing anything, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was going through so much. And I'm like, 
God. And me and one of my close friends, we traveled to Dallas. We went to Bishop T.D. Jake's Mega Fest. This was like, I want to say like in 2017. I was so broken. I was so hurt. I had got betrayed. My job kept trying to fire me every other day. I was just like, God, have I not been faithful? What what am I doing? But it was a part of, it was a part, it was, it's like it was woven in the mantle that he was preparing to put on me. I didn't get ordained two years later. So imagine me going through stuff. My calling, my calling came with me when I came, when he said, I formed you in your mother's womb. I knew you. My calling was already set. Mm. But as I started to grow spiritually, because the Bible say Jesus, Jesus grew in spirit. He grew from, he grew in spirit. He waxed stronger and stronger in spirit. So as mm-hmm. I began to get stronger, I mean, I, I was so dedicated to my devotions. I was so dedicated to my prayer time. I was so disciplined. Mm-hmm. And the enemy just started attacking me. For some reason, we think the attack is a bad thing, but it's a part of the calling. And God, and I remember Bishop T.D. Jakes was talking about how when God is quiet, it's a lesson. It it doesn't mean he turned from you. It's a lesson. He wants to see what do you do in moments of silence? Do you move away? Do you say, oh, I'm done. You're not hearing me. You're not seeing me. You're not speaking to me. But what do you do when I'm silent? Because I'm still watching. I'm just silent. Come on. I got to see how can you carry my silence? Man, that was so that was so hard. (laughs) Bro, that was like four months of misery. Listen, complete agony. But you know, you you said something that, that was that was so key. And in reference to the silence of God, that does not mean that you're in error or that you've fallen away or that he's no longer close to you. It's like this. I'm reminded, like, I was an athlete in high school. Basketball, of course. Um, (laughs) And and I remember, like, vividly as an athlete, because there's the things, here's, here's, here's the honest truth. When you're an athlete, there are certain things that you can absolutely get away with simply because you're a good athlete. Yeah. Right? But there comes a time where your gift will no longer be the thing that gets you through. Now you have to actually apply what you knew or what you learned, right? And so I remember there were times where I wouldn't even have to take tests or I would fail tests. And because I was a a, a star athlete, um, they would just pass me. You know what I mean? Oh, he, he's good. Don't even worry about it. Like, we, don't, we don't even care about the, the, the test or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Athlete. And I had a level of, of gifting that caused me to be able to skip through things. But one thing I've learned is this. By the spirit, you can't skip steps because when you skip steps, you skip the information that's supposed to bring transformation to your life. Mm-hmm. Life is changed by what you know and by what you say, right? And so when I realize, okay, wow, I no longer can rely on my gift. I have to really deal with me. And the hard part is in, in, in having pain and dealing with pain while being gifted and being anointed and being called is most of us don't hold up the mirror and really deal with us. 
And I, I love the fact that, you know, now we're, we're, man, I went through that same season, Toya, like where I'm like, God, I'm not hearing you. What's up? Like, am I in sin? Am I in error? Did I, you know, did I, did I prophesy wrong? What was it? And he said, no, I just couldn't have you accustomed to me speaking to you one way. One, oh my God. One of my mentors said that to me because I was feeling the same way. See, that's how you know when, when with prophets and prophetic models because you can still hear from god it doesn't mm-hmm. take just a prophet because we ha- I, mm-hmm. I have to say that because people just think that when we say prophets we just we're 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 like the avengers or something you know i'm, I'm talking about prophetic models just period right. god speaks to everybody it's just not us he mm-hmm. speaks to everybody mm-hmm. but like you just said like what what did i do how, how 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 long and like you just said i'm not finna come to, i'm not coming the same way you you got too comfortable with how i was coming exactly. you got too comfortable with how i've been speaking like i don't know if you remember them the movies uh narnia and yeah, I've never you, seen it, but i remember it so the in the first one the lion came one way mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. The, second, the second movie i remember one of the one of the other characters she was like we were looking for you to come during this time he said, I never come the same way twice. Yo, I almost, I fell out crying. I said, Lord, it's you. It's you. It makes sense. He said, I don't never come the same way twice. My presence never fall the same way. My glory never falls. Everything I do is new. Everything I do has to come a different way or you're going to get too comfortable. This is not a walk of being comfortable. Come on. And wait, wait. Tori, you just doing that was so key. People uh, try to find comfortability in their pain or in their calling. You have to realize this. You can never be comfortable in your calling. The reason why it hurts longer than it's supposed to is because you found a place of complacency. Oh, you you in my business. <laughs> Prophet, I'm telling you, we extend pain sometimes by allowing ourselves to be too comfortable. I love the fact of, like, I love my, my, my spiritual father, Prophet Lobi, my spiritual mother, uh, Prophet Maggie, um, Elias. And they are, they teach us that what most, most leaders across this nation don't teach is to live a sacrificial life. Mm. Last night, my spiritual mother um, did a crazy, powerful, powerful, oh my God, teaching. It was called Sharpening... Um, Basically, he was talking about sharpening the prophetic, right? And how you sharpen the prophetic. And mind you, like, this woman of God killed it for, like, two hours, just killing us in there in the room. Like, it was powerful. Got done, labored and poured, and then went home, worked out for an additional, I think, maybe hour or something like that, and then finally went to sleep. I'm like, you just poured into thousands of people and yet you still went home and you still poured after like everything was, you know, they, they stopped filming and everything like that. You poured and still labored and still answering questions and giving us wisdom and insight and revelation. You still go home and go kill your workout and then go to sleep and then wake up and do the same thing all over again. And that's not even saying what else she did before she had to go. Exactly. (laughs) So because we have to get to this place, Toya, where we can no longer be roommates with comfortability. The reason why God can't utilize us and really our calling is because 
we're allowing ourselves to be entirely too comfortable. Like if the Lord says, and I'm sure he's done this. Actually, I know for a fact by the spirit, he just told me, wake you up in the middle of the night at the weirdest time. I need you to intercede for this person because if you don't intercede, this is what's going to happen to them. And I know it's three o'clock in the morning, but guess what? I need to fulfill this, my will through this person. Pray. Um, oh, oh, okay. Um, I, I just need to sleep. <laughs> like, I, you- but that's the burden. Like that, it, but what they don't understand the burden that that's that's a part of the pain. It hurts. It's like, yes, but I yes. just get all of this. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm 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 physically tired. But then that's why we fast because our spirit man gets built up. Yeah, you may be tired, but that spirit man picked up something in the spirit, and I need you to get to moving. You got to stand in the gap. That's it. That's it, prophets. People don't know how to break their flesh. They're governed by their flesh so much that they don't know how to break it. And so, the, and let me tell you this real quick. He told me something that was so powerful, Prophet Victoria. I was walking home. I used to take the train to work. I was walking home from the train station. And this was so weird to me. He just, you know, I know as a prophet, and you understand this when I say this, God likes to interrupt you. Big time. Or inconvenience you. Big time. Right? And so, I'm walking, and he just interrupts me. And we're talking about inconvenience, Right? And I'm like low-key complaining to him about being inconvenienced. So here's the thing. Most people don't realize this, probably. Uh, <laughs> a part of the pain that's on your calling is being inconvenienced from what you love to do or what you want to do. Are you willing to give up the thing you love for the sake of God? Mm, because the thing that you love the most is the thing that God actually wants. But that's a whole nother conversation for that's us. That's a whole nother segment. But, that's also, but that also hurts the sacrifice. Yes. yes. It's it's, it's it. a sacrifice, and we a lot of people don't they don't know how to sacrifice. They don't. They don't know they how don't. to sacrifice a, a friendship. There's a sacrifice. Sacrifice. A marriage. There is sacrifice. sacrifice. A relationship. There's sacrifice. There's a sacrifice for something that is that is required. Mm. There is a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. There was a sacrifice every time in the Bible when they wanted something. Listen, prophets. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, He gave sacrificially his only son he sold his son sacrificially and reached sons he sold sacrifice sacrifice if don't nobody understand what sacrifice looks like it's god the bible says that this is this is this blew my mind before the foundation of the world the lamb was slain so even before adam and eve fell it was already decided in heaven that jesus was going to come off the throne to give up his life and his deity for the sake of the world ah and that was that was a part of where God was talking to me, prophetess. He said, you talk about being inconvenienced, but imagine you coming off the throne and giving up your whole life for people who will put you on the very cross that you're dying for. <laughs> if you don't if you don't learn to embrace um being inconvenienced or sacrificed, you'll never see the fullness of God. You'll never see the fullness of what God has for you because we we live in a, uh, I like to call this a gimme jimmy time. Yeah. We only want, but we never want to give. Imagine you want 100% of God, but you won't give 100% of you. That's a, that's a part of where it hurts. When you you want to do what you want to do. God, I want to I wanna do what everybody else is doing. Uh, you can't. And, and, and the, the calling requires a no and a yes. 
Watch your mouth. You are you cussing at these people? The 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 calling requires a a stern no mm. and a hard yes, and and you it's, need and and the, and it's the discernment and the maturity to know when to say both. Come on, prophetess. Most people don't know this that God's no oftentimes is better than his yes. Man, I, if I start opening up about some relationships that I knew was mine, that is my husband. I know. It. You showed it to me in a dream. Yeah, but did you see the dream right? Did you did you did you tally up all the symbols in the dream? And then when we tallied up all the symbols in the dream, it wasn't me. And guess what? Sis is over there struggling with the man I wanted so bad. He was like, but my no really was not just your protection. It was protecting my calling I gave to you in your mother's womb. See, it's God's like, it's always about me. The moment you think it's about you, I'm pulling you back in. We got to start over. I don't care how high you go, how low you are. I'm pulling you back in when you don't realize it's always all about me. Prophetess, you, you just you just alleyed me to something. As you were talking about that, the Lord began to remind me of Paul. And mm-hmm. the thing I love most about Paul is this, is he said, I sought the Lord three times, three times. Let me tell all of you that will listen to this and share this and, and all that good stuff. Your pain is supposed to point you back to Christ. Your pain is supposed to point you back to God. Because Paul, he sought the Lord three times, prophetess, three times. He said, three times, I begged, take this thing from me. The response of God was so powerful. He said, my grace is sufficient. I'm not going to take away the issue. I'm not necessarily going to take away the pain. But I'm going to give you the grace to endure it. Why? Because the thorn of your side will always point you back to me. Mm. It's always. It's all, and, and, and if you find your, your, your eyes shifting, if you find your eyes going low, Come on. it's because you've allowed too much of you. That's Come when on. the calling hurts. Come on. That's when I, I can't even think about how many times we went live for the mm. DN. And Ma'am. I'm like, God, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to prophesy. Let, let, let's be, Listen. God, I don't want to do this no more. This hurts being faithful. I'm tired. I'm weary. I'm depressed. Why do I got to be faithful? Nobody else seems to be getting, nobody else is being faithful and you're still good to them. Why am I required to be faithful? And God said it's so simple. He said it's so simple. He said, because you you follow me for not. You're following me whether I give it to you or whether I'm not. I'm good whether you get it today or you get it at 90. I'm good if I never say you can get it. And I'm good if I give it to you right now. Because what you're going to understand, my goodness falls in your calling it's my goodness when you speak they hear my goodness when you see they understand my goodness it's mine Mm. that was when i realized everything i have belongs to god my pain my good days my bad days my frustrated days my days i'm on the what what, what david say i almost slip days 
I, I gotta say it's all his. I can't, I can't. That's why I understand why people give the enemy so much power. Well, the devil doing it. No, I gave it to God. It's God's. Come on. That sin is God's. Come on. That decision that was wrong is God. That betrayal. That, that had me in a fetal position saying, I don't understand. I was right. I was genuine. What could I have done wrong? It's God. We got to understand it goes back to God. Come on. That's why the calling hurt because we're trying to, that's why he say cast your cares. You got to do it every day. Because if you don't, the calling hurts even more because you're trying to dissect something that he orchestrated. Jesus, what? you're trying to dissect something that he already orchestrated for your good. Romans, all things. Come on for your good so oh. you're getting upset about something he said i am putting in the symphony of the song of your life so when you stand before me and i play the song mm. it's good my god it's working for you this is my season for grace for favor ah my god what 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 did david say every season is my season every i am planted season. by living waters listen my my leaves never, <laughs> but no. my leaves don't never wither. Ever. My leaves don't they don't fall in the fall. They already mm-hmm. sprung in the spring. They never wither. They don't get dry in the summer, and they don't go cold in the winter. They Come never on. wither. Come on. But it's it. But the calling hurts. It, we still gotta say the calling hurts. But listen. the thing is, people keep saying, "But y'all, oh, y'all look good out there. Listen, y'all sound good out there." You got the new car. You got the new house. You got the baby. You got the marriage. You got this. But that's what we've allowed you to see. Come, listen. You only see a fraction. You don't know how how where you know divorce was looking like an option. Mm-mm. You don't know how, like you know. And I'm not saying this is necessarily me, but like having to stay with people. You know what I mean? Like sleeping on couches and floors. I was ministering, performing, traveling the country, sleeping on couches and floors. Sleeping on couches and floors, struggling. Telling y'all God is good, but I'm not seeing the goodness of God in my own life. Don't get me started on how I started a whole gang of celibacy chicks. We we in it together. Listen. All of them are now married and they stopped being celibate. And I was like, God, you playing with me, right? Listen. <laughs> you, 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 you are you. Is it funny or is it real funny? Are you playing me? Because they said God ain't going to never play you. I want to know what what segment of my story he not playing with me. Because you mean to tell me everybody I started this journey with stopped and got married. And I'm still doing it. Come on. But that's the thing. Can you still see when you can't see? Can you st- man? Are we gonna talk about how we gotta walk around trying to feel? Cause you can't see. That's faith. You walking around. You, have you ever been in a room when it's super dark? But you mm-hmm. you know the room, but you can't really see. Mm-hmm. So you gotta try to make sure you don't hit your foot on the bedpost. Cause man, when you hit that mm-hmm. foot on that bed, that hurt. You don't want to bump into the dresser. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you know it's all there, but you can't see it. Right. So I gotta feel my way through, and I'm not talking about my feelings. Feel my way through. I got to allow my senses. And what I mean, my senses, my spirit to lead me through this because it's like, okay, I I, I know, I know this is a clear path this way, but God, I, I can't see. Okay. Let me put my hand out. 
I'm, that ocean song, Spirit, lead me where my. Fa- <laughs> Listen. That's a cussing song. I don't. I don't sing that song. You hear me? I took that song up out my playlist. I was like, I ain't singing that no more. Nope, ain't nobody dealing with that. Ain't nobody dealing with that. But that, that's 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 a part of the journey of walking with God. Like when Israel was being led to the promised land, they had to trust what they couldn't trace. But because they didn't allow the processing of the pain to really like take its course, right? Because I think it was uh, David that said it in Psalms, uh, I believe it's 119, where he says that it was good that I was afflicted. We don't like to be, I don't want to be afflicted. Do you like to be afflicted? We don't, we don't even like lifting weights or doing push-ups. I don't do neither, so. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, right after right I'm done with you on this amazing podcast, I'm going to the gym. I'm in the gym with it because I have to realize pain isn't my enemy. Ooh. It's not. Pain is also an indicator of change. Pain is oftentimes an indicator of growth. Pain is sometimes an indicator of elevation or change, right? Or transformation. Like I realized when my wife, the, 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 when my wife was pregnant, something was happening to her to where she began to get extremely uncomfortable mm. and experienced contractions and different things in her body this don't feel good i don't like this this is this is actually really too much for me but when she got to see the evidence of what she pushed out all of what she thought was going to be permanent watch this it shifted when she saw the end result you have to have in mind know that your pain isn't permanent prophetess i want to tell somebody that has ears to hear your current condition is not your concrete conclusion I just cussed at 76,000 people. Your current condition is not your concrete conclusion, but the goal of the enemy is to make you think or give, make you make a monument out of a moment. So that's why people stay in storms longer than what they have to, Jonah. Sometimes yeah. you sit in a whale's mouth or you sit under a tree that you were never supposed to because of your unwillingness to allow God to process you through your pain. It's crazy how we want God to mold us, but we tell him not to mold us when we're on the potter's wheel. We want to, oh, I want to be like you, God, but don't do me like that. I don't want to be made like that. That's too much, actually. No, that's, I don't want You're to asking that. for too much, God. Listen, and it's it's the it's the bare minimum. The to bare, him, he'd be like, minimum. really? You, it, this, this is nothing. Literally. Literally. But, but I mean, but you talked about that pain and how Lisa was going through what she was going through with that pain. Pain mm-hmm. proceeds a movement. Pain was for, pain was additionally created for you to move. Come on. How many times have you been in pain and you, your stomach hurt? You shift over, don't you? A move. Listen. You hit your leg. You 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 hop up. You move. It's supposed to get you to move. Pain is supposed to unstuck you. But people like to sit there in the pain, and I'm like, don't it hurt? Move. Prophetess. And one thing I learned when somebody hurt me. The next time they come around, because they always got to come back around. A person that hurts you purposely or accidentally, they always Mm -hmm. come back around. That's how it Mm -hmm. works. God deals with the heart, whether they want to say it or not. When they come back around, prophet, you Mm -hmm. don't find me in the same place you left me. Come on. Pain was not designed for you to stay there. You can't stay where you're you're hurting. You got to move. I hear that for somebody. You got to move. Come on. So that's why when the calling hurts, that means you need to move closer to the throne. When the calling hurts, you need to dig deeper. It's like, okay, God, 
okay, God, what what are you saying? What what's what's my word? Sometimes I have to say, what is the one word that I'm on. feeling? Come on. And then I go and I start looking in the Bible for that word, and I start tracing. And then see, if 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 you can't trace God's glory in your life, you ain't on the right path. Listen, you you ain't. I wanna I wanna I wanna leave with if this is okay with you, Proverbs. I wanna leave with this. Most people don't write down the times God showed up in their life. Oh. I wanna, what did David say? He said, I have to remind myself. I have to encourage myself in the Lord. What did he mean by that? He had to remember what God did before. Listen, you have to. The reason why that is, prophetess, is this. I want to say this to somebody. The presence of trouble does not mean the absence of God. Mm-mm. So you have to get to the place of like, like prophets just said, you got to remind yourself of every time that God showed up, like you, you will have weary days. You will have some troubling times. You will have some crisis, right? But crisis also creates credibility. And crisis also expands capacity. And so you have to realize I'd much rather even though this hurts like a mug, Jesus Christ, this hurts. This is painful. This is painful. Whether I, it's self-inflicted or it's God-inflicted, this hurts. But the thing is, you have to go back and look at what God has done and brought you out from, right? Because it gives you, and we don't. We talked about this the other day, it's not the motivation. It gives you the, perspe- the proper perspective to know that I'm coming out of this too. That you talked about it, the pain oftentimes disables people and causes them to be idle, I-D-L-E. But if you're too idle in pain, you start to become I-D-O-L. you're idle, you become idle. When I say you become idle, your focus starts to shift elsewhere. Then you start start thinking of what was. Then that's when depression hits. Then you start thinking about what can be or what... what, what, And that's how anxiety hits. Come on, prophetess. So we have to get to the place of where... Listen, I'm anchoring myself not in the opinions of what I feel like, but in the truth of what God has said. My God, in the truth. Can you anchor yourself in the truth of what he said? Can you can you anchor yourself in the promise even when the promise don't look so promising? Numbers 14. Can, can you, you teach your heart to know when God said a thing, he going to do a thing? Your heart. I'm not talking about your mind. I ain't talking about your emotions. I'm talking about your heart because from your heart flows the desire. Can you teach your heart to learn when he said a thing, he going to do the thing. That is the hardest thing to do is to train a heart that was already created wicked. You said the the key word train. That means discipline, diligence, intentionality, commitment. Can you train your heart? Second Thessalonians 5.18 says this, and I used to actually not like the scripture at all. I'm like, God, you, you, you playing with me and all things give thanks because this is the will of God concerning your life. And And Thanksgiving produces miracles. That is a word. Drops mic. And that is why I get up every morning. I say, Lord, I thank you for the answer. Whether I know what the problem is whether I know what's coming up next, whether I know what you're going to do or not, whether you're going to do it or not, I thank you for the answer. Because what I what I rest assured, he is going to come with an answer. Okay. Yes or no. It ain't my job to like it. 
It's my mm. job to follow. Come on. I, you you remember that movie? And we're we gonna end on this one. You remember that movie? Um, Twilight. You know, it was a bunch of them. Um, but it was it was it was one of them where the Jake he he left the pack. He got mm-hmm. tough. He was like, I'm out. I'm done with y'all. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. other, like, two of them left with him, the sister and the brother. And mm-hmm. she, he was like, you don't even like the Cullens. W- w- mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? She was like, she's like, he's like, you don't even like me. He's like, I don't have to like you to follow you. I My just God. gotta follow. I don't have to like the orders you give me. I just gotta, fo- see, if, mm-hmm. if you a follower of Christ, you're mm-hmm. not gonna like the path. You're not gonna like the job. You're not going to like the circumstance all the time. But like she said, all I have to do is follow. We don't like to follow. I don't like to follow. So sometimes I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to go over here a little bit. God. I'm going I'm, to I'm, I'm skate on this on the thin edge. He's like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> she said, I don't have to like it. I just, ha-. bro, I sat there in that. I paused the movie and cried and said, okay, God. Okay. 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 I, I don't know. How, I, it's I, just like the, the karate kid, the one with Jaden Smith. When he mm. got he got they beat him bad on when when he got to the showdown at the end. And he mm. was like, and, and he was like, come on, do, do your little thing. Help help me. And he was like, I, you can't win. He said, You said when I get knocked down, I gotta get back up. Well, I'm trying to get up. Why won't you help me, bro? I fell out. I said, God, I'm trying to get back up. Why won't you help me? Why won't you help me? That's when a calling hurt. Where I got knocked down. I'm doing what you told me to do. I'm. I, you trained me for this fight. You trained my hands and my fingers for war. But I didn't got knocked down. I help me. When the calling hurts, it's the vulnerability that starts to scream. Help me. God, I'm too lonely. I, you, I can't stay on this road too long. I can't keep doing what you want me to do. Help me. God, I, I got to see something happen for my family. I got to see this thing. Help me. I, I, at the end of this, help. If y'all don't hear nothing else we said for the past 35 minutes, help me. May that be your prayer tonight. Help me. That was the scripture. Lord, help my unbelief. Help me. Prophet Dre, your last words, and we out. Listen, I ain't got no more. You took you took them out of my mouth. That's it. Help me in my unbelief. Because here's the thing: you will experience moments where you feel helpless. Where you feel doubtful, where you're uncertain, where you don't, uh, this, I don't know. Help me in my unbelief. That's it. That's what I had to rely on. Help me when I can't see. Help me when I don't understand. Because God loves to be needed. And where there's no need, there's no God. Mm. We're, we're, we are created to worship. Come we on. are created to be dependent to something. My God, today. God, help me. When the calling hurts, help me. When I want to quit, help mm. me. Come on. After they betrayed me, help me. Mm. When the promise has when the promise is not in reach, help me. Mm. When they laughing at me, help me. Come on. 
Come when on. I lost when when I lost the loved one, help <clears throat> me. When the baby didn't come, help <clears throat> me. When I lost the baby, help me. When my spouse left, help <clears throat> me. Come on. When the church rejected me, help me. When my mama left, help me. When my daddy left, help me. When the calling hurts, God, help me. Well, if you don't have nothing else to say, Prophet Dre, we're going to go ahead and close this out. This 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 blessed me. Look, you just led me to to uh as soon as I'm done with you, I'm I already got it queued up that uh Israel Houghton song to worship you. Oh Jesus. <laughs> some some and but that's the thing, Prophetess. Iron sharpens iron. Man. The Bible says be not deceived because bad company corrupts good morals. If bad company corrupts good morals, what more can good company do? Mm. My God. You got you have me stirred in my spirit right now. All me I want too. I, I think I'm about to fall out and worship after this. <laughs> I'm percent like and because I, I'm grateful. People don't realize this, and I know we we were supposed to end like 10, 15 minutes ago. But we it, did. It's, it gets so good. It gets because the goodness of God is so ah. You can't be quiet about it. You can't. Mm-mm. Because I remember an old saying, I didn't really grow up in church, but I remember an old saying that they used to say, when I begin to think, I begin to thank. My God. Mm. When I begin to think on the goodness of God and all that he, I'm prophet, I'm literally, I'm biting my tongue to not even flow in tongues right now because it's so. Who you tell it? I'm trying my best not to go into, (laughs) and I'm trying my best not to break down crying because right now I'm in a season where I'm like, God, you got to help me because I don't want to fall. I don't, in another space, I don't want to stay where I am. I need you to help me. God, I don't want to backslide. See, we ain't being honest. I, I, I'm tempted by the same world. Yo, you tempted. I'm in Listen. the same world. God, I don't want to backslide. Help me, please. Literally. I mean, we being honest on tonight. Look, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, it ain't about missing you. It ain't about not getting a prom. I don't want to backslide. I don't want to not need you no more. Come on. Or I don't want to think that I don't need <laughs> I always it. need him. I don't want to think that I don't need you because I can't do this by myself. I can't do anything. Help me. Help me. But that's the part, prophetess, because most of us, we, we get tempted and we hide behind the temptations like we don't get tempted or we're not tested and tried. Listen, temptation is not a negative thing. Now, the, the, mm-hmm. the decision that you make following the temptation is the, is the negative thing. But the temptation will always show you the area of where you still need the hand of God in your life. My God, no matter what you do, it will always point you back to the need of God. This is all we're saying. Even in the midst of hurt, pain, calamity, chaos, strife, whatever, guess what? You still need the Lord. And all he's saying is, I want to be invited into the places of your life that are most valuable to you. I want to be where, you know, where you, um, oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. People like this <laughs> while I'm ministering. Um, but, um, Will, will you allow me in that space? 
will you allow me in your marriage? I know it looks broken right now and it feels broken and you're going through some things and, and he he's probably stepped out on you or she probably stepped out on you or you can't really conceive. We just got his, we just saw a miracle happen just the other day with conception. You know what I mean? Like come we on. sure did. We sure did. I can't wait for that. I can't yes. wait for this person to tell everybody. Because we the lion's about to act a fool. I can't yes. wait. Crazy. And so when we get to that place of where you know what? The in this prophet, this is what I'm ending with. This is me. We have to learn that there is success in surrender. Mm. We don't like to hear surrender. It's, mm. it's the six because the more you're willing to surrender is the capacity in which God can give more of himself to, to you and release through you. We always call him prophets to tell you the glory God. But that glory is also predicated on the willingness to relinquish, watch this control, and not focus or worry about the image that you're trying to portray versus the image that God is trying to be through you. The problem is we focus on being the image but not allowing the image to be through us. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going no more. That's it. We leaving it right there. Yeah. We leaving it right there. This and help me. Y'all didn't hear nothing else. Surrender and help me. Well, my loves. Until next time, I am praying with you and for you. I love you. I got up out that dark place. Stop worrying about what everybody else say. Cause they don't know my story. Can't see my pain. If they did, then they would love me just the same.